and it's dr- and I think that kind of smugness actually is dripping off of Corner Gas, our main oh, yeah. our main cultural product. Uh, this is the crowning achievement of Canadian culture, capital C, capital C. I think that's the conclusion that we've come to. Uh, I've come to anyway. Yeah. You know, this is the I highest agree. output. Please what, carry on. Yeah, cuz Oh, like, because with America, like, there is that, like, bullshit about how the nation is formed by ideals. But, yeah, they have something behind it. Whereas if Canadians dropped those sort of fake ideals, there would literally be nothing. Yeah. It would just be a void. A void a lot like the void (laughs) featured within Corner Gas. That's right. (laughs) So, in a way, I think it is, it could not be otherwise. It could not be otherwise. We could not have made another show. Um, yeah, and again, I think you know we we always the um the counterpoint is always is always Trailer Park Boys, right? As the a good show, but it's why what's it what's Trailer Park Boys popular with Americans? Yeah, yeah, it's it's weirdly like not Canadian in that sense. Like it's good because it's not Canadian. Yeah, it's not a typical Canadian yeah. cultural product. Even though it is like. I would say the most accurate representation. I've, I've talked about this before, but like it's the most accurate representation of uh, growing up in a small town, even though it's on the opposite coast from where I grew up. It's yeah, it's just scheming, constant scheming, bad plans, and then and then just miraculously getting out of the worst trouble that you could possibly get into. I mean, I I remember the. It's, it's, like, oh, it is. It's like uh, it is like the Oaf's journey. It, it, it uh, <laughs> you know, it's the most accurate representation of Oaf life in Canada, <laughs> and that's a big part of Canadian life is being a fucking Oaf. Like I remember in my when I was a young Oaf, um, in uh, growing up in sort of a combination of you know, Niagara and the Lake, and then um, and Saint Saint Catharines, where I went to school, um. I remember much much of my life was in fact centered around driving out to a field and then smoking ditch weed <laughs> and drinking directly out of a Mickey of Appleton. Yes. Like, that was, and that feels very represented by and again, out of whatever, you know, just sitting in a sitting in a field wearing having like like taken off my uniform wearing Etnies skate shoes that like you know you get buy from the mall <laughs> and having never stepped on a skateboard mind you uh with my friends who like had with the friends that I had who had like the the spacer rings uh yes yeah, sm- smoking seeds and stems and drinking yeah. appleton out of like a bowl yeah you go to the you drive 2 hours to the gravel pit that everyone knows and loves and you and you and you take and you take two hits of what your friend swears is acid, and then you drink from a plastic Mickey of Weisers, and oh, and God. and you have a time. You have the time of your life. Was yeah. Fireball popular when you guys were in that period, or is that a newer thing? Uh, I think that's a, for me definitely that's a newer thing. But uh, well, well, so I I remember when I had my so I, I had my first drink, uh, like in a bar when I was. At a French immersion camp outside of Montreal. Hell and yeah! I I was actually I've I've always been like a very like studious uh, person, but for some reason at that French immersion camp I ended up just it it showed me the power of just like what like a slight amount of social approval for delinquency can do to you. 
because I ended up like basically <laughs> derailing the whole camp because I bought a DVD copy of the first season of Nip Tuck in an oh. airplane in an airport <laughs> flying to Montreal. And then so they all like so basically it was this French immersion thing and they were trying to get us to watch like Les Bougons or whatever. Um, which they, they said know. is that it's like the Quebecois Simpsons. <laughs> it was not like the Quebecois Simpsons. They did not have John Schwartzwelder writing on Les Bougons. That, <laughs> is, a strange... cursed, that is a cursed idea, the Quebecois Simpsons. <laughs> like, like I, I don't think Conan O'Brien got his start on Les Bougons. <laughs> they never did, you know, like a Jean, Jean-Marie Dubastard goes to Harvard. Um, no, so, uh, or rather to Springfield A&M. Um, regardless, I got all the universities wrong from the Homer Goes to College episode, one of the best episodes of The Simpsons. Sorry, everybody. But I do remember, yeah, ruining it all with my DVD copy of Nip Tuck, which basically was like meant everyone was getting just enough English language entertainment that they weren't learning French. Amazing. <laughs> I de-immersed it. And, and they kept on yelling at us to stop watching Nip Tuck, but we but all found it very compelling. Fucking yeah. anti-FLQ action. 